TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Ah! I think, you know what? I, congrats. Congratulations, Sabres. You did it to me today. You, earlier today, I was on Howard Simon's show, and I had said something along the lines of, we played a game called Things I'd Rather Do Than Watch the Patriots Win. You know what I wouldn't do? I would rather not watch that stupid game again from them in a pathetic performance. I would rather see the Patriots win a Super Bowl than see whatever crap that was tonight. This is the first time we're doing this. Hi, Derek Kramer here, and I'm just doing a post-game reaction of the Sabres game, and I'm posting it into GR under the Leftovers podcast as I normally would because I'm just this I'm just this PO'd right now that I know fans probably feel the same as me right now, and I'm not the guy that gets too high or too low, but that game really pissed me off. Look, I can I can understand Chicago getting theirs. They still have Patrick Kane. Four points in this game. Very understandable. They still have Jonathan Taves. Artem Anisimov has done things in this league. Alex Dabrinkit is a good young player. They still have guys that can get goals. I mean, Drake Kajula was a nice player in college, and then, you know, he could never convert with Connor McDavid, and that's why he got traded. I mean, there's plenty of talent still in Chicago to score goals. The problem is this game... This problem from this team on this night, you got way too cute. You got way too cute with your chances against Cam Ward, who is garbage, has never been anything more than mediocre in his entire career, save for one fluky-ass rookie season where he wins the Conn Smythe, robs the Sabres the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup in their entire history, and that includes no goal. And then Cam Ward is just, he's in Chicago with the team that gives up the most goals against by far in the NHL this year. And oh, hey, you can't crack for more than three goals on Cam Ward because you're getting too cute. Their goals were garbage goals. They were deflections. They were scrambles in front of the net. They were bang-ins near the net. How many times did they do that today? Not very often. They tried getting too cute. They tried putting one too many passes on there. You could list pretty much every Sabres player today throwing one too many passes into a scoring chance in the Chicago zone. And that might be a hyperbole, or that might actually be literal fact. The thing is, that game was so terrible of them, you have no idea which is which. I'm a little worked up on that. I think I'd rather see the Patriots win than have to rewatch that game ever again. That was a terrible way to kick off your homestand. It was a real easy way to piss off your fan base. And it's another easy way for a lot of people to go ahead and surrender the possibility of the playoffs actually being a reality. I'm not going to go ahead and say that that's done, but holy crap, that was not a good game. That was terrible. It deserves to be called terrible. And I feel terrible for everyone that had to spend money to go to that game. Except for the stupid traveling Blackhawks fans. You all can go to hell. I'm sorry. I'm salty. You don't deserve that. But you noticed a noticeable cheer every time Chicago scored in this game. 
And yeah, I know it's people, some people supporting Patrick Kane, Buffalo Girl, and everything like that. Blah, blah, blah. I still hate you. You scored seven on us. <sighs> they're not dead in the playoff conversation. I'm not going to give up on that because they're not gone from it yet. If they start to have a point total that's resembling the Rangers, then we can talk about that. Then they're in that con- then they're out of the conversation. Then it's over. When you get near the Rangers, then you're done. Then you're cooked. It's over. We can talk about next year. But until then, they're they're realistically and numerically not dead. Do they need to play better? Yes. Do they need to figure out what the hell is going on defensively? Absolutely. A lot of people want to say they want Phil Housley fired. I can't start defending Housley as much anymore. I don't necessarily want him fired. But what I do want right now is I want some answers. You are a coach that was one of the greatest defensemen of his era. Granted, yes, offensive defenseman. But your problem is is that you came from defense. That was your position. You literally made the Hall of Fame for it. You took Nashville's core and made it one of the most balanced defensive groups in the entire league. Some of that is based on high-end talent. Anytime you can go ahead and have the likes of, throughout the years, Shea Weber, Ryan Suter, and then eventually P.K. Subban and Roman Yossi rocking your top two, and then Matias Ekholm becoming a thing. Seth Jones getting traded there. Yeah, I get it. Nashville has a lot of talent there, but it's not like the Sabres have AHLers there. It's not like Matt Tennyson is in the lineup here and the Sabres are giving up seven. No, that didn't happen tonight. You have Rasmus Dahlin, who is a generational talent. You have Rasmus Ristolainen, who is, at the very least, a top-four defenseman in this league. You have Jake McCabe, same thing. Zach Bogosian, same thing. Marco Scandella fell off of a cliff. Lawrence Pilot is a young player that, you know, he's in and out of the lineup right now. Should he be? I don't necessarily know about that, but at the same time, based on today, someone's going to sit in the press box, and I'm going to bet you that it's Lawrence Pilot. Does he deserve it? Maybe not. Do other players? Absolutely. Does it matter? No. Because Phil Housley, and this is my one-word summary of the Sabres head coach, Phil Housley is weird. He's weird. I don't understand him. I don't get it sometimes with him. Not a lot of people do. A lot of people usually want to go with outrage. For me, I just go with befuddlement. And it's something that is its confusing to me, what Phil Housley does on a day-to-day basis with his roster and the lineups and everything of the sort. When they broke up the top line in the third period against Chicago, I thought that that would be an interesting move. And it worked a little bit. They got a little bit of a spark. They got some jam, and they got a couple of goals to get within one goal of this game. But now all of a sudden you got to go ahead and tell me that, oh, hey, never mind, uh, we suck. We're bad here tonight. But you want to know what was weird about him mixing those things up? You have the most uncreative forward centering Sam Reinhart and Jeff Skinner in Vladimir Saboka. I am done with Vladimir Saboka two months ago. Vladimir Saboka to me is a less offensively creative version of Johan Larson. Larson is a fourth line guy who is very responsible defensively, who every now and then 
has proven to show more offensive output than Vladimir Saboka. Saboka has not scored in 32 games. Zero goals, 32 straight games. It's almost like it's Vili Leno sorts of ineptitude. To quote John Vogel from The Athletic. And he's got a point. Because the other thing is that Saboka's not getting shots through. Connor Sherry is not becoming as productive as you would have hoped. Your your line of Middlestat, Rodriguez, Sherry, they played fine today. And really, scoring wasn't the problem. Defense was. But the defense was a problem because every single line on this team got cute tonight. Are they cooked? No. Do they deserve to be written off by some people? Sure. Go ahead. If you're if you're done with any sort of playoff conversation, I'm not going to go ahead and stop you. Am I holding on? Yes. Am I an idiot? Probably. But I also know that this team has enough promise that I'm so pissed off after a loss that I'm going ahead and doing a reaction podcast after the loss. I don't really care about the fact that it's unnecessary. I felt like doing it. But the problem is is that I'm still emotionally invested in this season, and I still do believe that they do have a legitimate chance at making the playoffs, that this loss really angered me. And it should anger you too, because there's promise here still. They are not this terrible on a nightly basis. Hell, against Dallas, we saw... In the third period, one of their better offensive performances without a goal. But whatever is happening defensively has got to stop. Because even in that Dallas game, you saw three or four brutal giveaways by defensemen. One results in a goal, a couple result in posts, and another one results in a great save by Linus Olmark. People will ask, why didn't Olmark start tonight? Well, did it really matter? Because I needed my goaltenders to make a couple of saves in this game because the defense was not going to be up to snuff tonight. The offense was not helping you out by ha- causing turnovers by trying to get too cute. But on on some of these odd man rushes, you need your goaltender to make a save. And there were several times where Carter Hutton and Linus Olmark did not provide that for you. And I don't know if Olmark would have changed that if he made the start. Sometimes the hot hand is a bit of a myth. Especially when that player just played only one game. It's not like he made a couple starts in a row and he's on fire and he's on fire and you just keep going and going and going with him. No, Allmark played in one game. Made 26 saves. Not too much work. There wasn't a lot of very stressful chances against Dallas. And in this one, there were a lot of high danger chances from Chicago. And they did a good job of attacking that way. Odd man rushes, they shot the puck. That's the difference in this game. The Sabres would try one too many passes. On a four-on-three, a three-on-two, or a two-on-one, Chicago shot the puck. And what happened? Well, they got six goals on a goaltender for it. Because they just shot the puck. That's how hockey's played. You can't get too cute all the time. Thanks for listening. If you did. If you didn't, it's okay. You wouldn't hear this message anyway. 
Derek Kramer on the Leftovers podcast for an emergency reaction to the Sabres getting a touchdown put on them, 7-3. to UB lost this evening as well. So you got a Sabres loss, a UB loss, and, uh, well, this just means that the uh, weekend is going to be summed up perfectly by, of course, the Patriots probably beating the Rams on some stupid play in the Super Bowl. Everything is garbage. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.